Hello, this is Diane from Diane Abroad. The show is In the Know, her podcast show. Um, I'm an international solo nomad, an author, a travel blogger, and a photographer. And I'm here to provide you writing tips, travel tips, and my views of life from savvy and thoughtful to quirky and humorous. The music that you hear, Jazz Infusion Piece, was written for me by Rafael Javadov, an incredible Russian violinist. We thank him for that music, of course. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, this is Diane. Happy New Year's Day. It's 1 o'clock, January 1st, 2019. It's going to be a great year. I'm sitting outside in Amelia Island, Florida. It must be 70 degrees, and I'm doing this episode for you today. The purpose of this episode today is about my reaction, my mental reaction as a result of a series of eye surgeries that I had in 2017 and in 2018, actually. If you've been keeping in contact with me, and if you have subscribed to my podcast show, and I hope you have, I hope you've listened to a previous podcast episode entitled The Anatomy of My Eye. I'm going to reference with a link that podcast episode in the program notes for you to listen to it again as a precursor to this podcast episode today. I want to talk to you about the stress I experienced with the surgeries and ultimately what I did about it. I think it's useful to everyone. So let me begin. I had four surgeries in 2017. I went from 2020 vision, this is all in my left eye, I went from 2020 vision to 80% loss in my left eye. I, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. It was beyond scary. It was beyond frightening. I thought of all the horrible things that could happen. I mean, just losing the sight in the left eye would be a terrible thing because of the loss of the, of the sight, of course, but also what, what pressure might it put on my right eye and would, indeed, my right eye begin experiencing the same vision loss that I had on my left eye. Well, needless to say, the fright compounded itself. I was afraid, I was uh, scared, and you know, the way in which I handled stress in the past was that I would exercise. Well, now I couldn't even exercise. I couldn't exercise for a couple of reasons. No exercise because I, ha because I had silicone oil in my eye. The silicone oil in my eye worked as a tamponade to hold the retina in place because I had had a series of retina tears. So the silicone oil in the eye precluded my ability to jump up and down, even to do push-ups, to lift a lot. I couldn't do anything to stress my eye, and I had to have that silicone oil in my eye for three to five months. Also, because I had little vision in the left eye, obviously I had depth perception problems. So even walking, well, I couldn't jog because I couldn't jump around, but walking could be treacherous in Pristina, Kosovo, like in many places in Europe where the pavement is never, is never flat. So exercising wasn't there either. Meanwhile, 
I knew I was stressed. And my typical normal low blood pressure of 102 over 68 began creeping up. It went from 102 over 68 to 120 over 75. Well, that's not so bad at my age. And then it went up to 140 over something. But you know, that was stressing me out too. So here I am, worried about everything, unable to exercise, and worried about my blood pressure, which of course made my blood pressure go up. I could feel, I could feel this, this constant flutter. I had been in Kosovo kind of trapped. My free spirit was trapped in Kosovo because of my eye. I couldn't leave the country. But finally, finally, I had my last surgery December 29th, 2017. By February, I still had no complications. I had reached the end of the window where complications could occur and I was free to go for a while, but I had to return to Kosovo in April to get the silicone oil out. So I went to Thailand. I went to Chiang Mai. So I left the beautiful country, frankly, and the beautiful sunshine, but snow, 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 cold snow in Pristina and flew to Chiang Mai, and I got off the plane, and I smelled jasmine. I smelled these beautiful jasmine flowers. My host showed up in flip-flops and a flowered purple shirt with a great straw hat and a huge smile. <sighs> with the jasmine and Kungan, my host, my stress floated away and I was at, at peace, at least for a few days. But I needed to check my eye pressure as a matter of course. If my eye pressure went up in my eye, I was going to be experiencing complications, so I had to have my eye pressure checked. So I went to the doctor for the checkup, and guess what? The first thing he did was to check my blood pressure, not in my eye, but just my general body blood pressure, and it was 184 over something. I don't even know. It was 184. I had gone to 102 over 68 to 184. Well, that flutter, that standard now flutter of fear in my body just was out of control. I had to do something. I was, and the good news is I was in Thailand. I thought about Zen and smiles, about meditation. I had to get control. I had never been out of control before, and here I was, totally out of control. And who was, who was to blame? Me. Who was going to fix it? Well, it had to be me. So I needed to meditate. Well, I had tried to meditate many, many times before. Every time I tried to meditate, I had to sit a certain way and my back hurt or my legs cramped or my breathing was too difficult. I couldn't breathe in the rhythm that was proper for meditation. And my mind wandered and wandered and wandered. And you know what happened? It pissed me off. Well, meditation isn't good if you're pissed off, is it? Again, 184 was the top number. I don't know what the bottom number was. I didn't even listen, but I knew I had to do something. So I began to do a little research and guess what I found out? Maybe you already know this, but I found this out for the first for me. You don't have to sit. You can stand. 
You can sit on the bed. You don't have to cross your legs. Just find a comfortable space. The breathing is the breathing. All that you have to do is make your breathing audible to yourself. So it's, that's it. That's it. If it's not in rhythm, it's okay. In my mind, when I was trying to meditate before, my mind was everywhere. Now I realize that everyone who meditates has a little something with their mind wandering. So everything was okay. And I had to do something, and therefore I was totally, totally motivated. So what did I do? I went online, and I found a simple, well, it ends up being a, a seven-minute YouTube um, on meditation, but the actual meditation, I think, ends up being about five minutes. I, you know, I sat on the bed. I sat sometimes cross-legged, sitting on a pillow, but if it hurt, I stopped in that um, position. And this meditation gave me a mantra. And the mantra was, I choose to let go. I choose to let go. And the breathing, according to the instructions for the YouTube, was you breathe in and you breathe out. You breathe in and imagine the ocean wave, where I lived on the oceans. I knew about that. Imagine ocean wave coming in as you breathe in and then you breathe out. And I would imagine the water going over the pebbles or the, you know, the shells or the sand on the beach. Breathe in, breathe out. And the mantra, I choose, breathe in, to let go choose to let go. Did I have trouble breathing? Yes. Did I get angry with myself? No, because my goal was to do this no matter what. <laughs> I also, did I choose to let go in big block letters? So I would see those while I was watching the water and that mind's eye come up. I would see, I choose. And then I'd feel that wave as I exhale, to let go. And when my mind wandered, I, I gently said, go away to myself. And I continued to meditate well. And, you know, I did that twice a day because I'm an overachiever, sometimes three times a day. But two days, three, two or three days after I started successful, I consider successful meditation. Did I breathe perfectly the whole time? No. Did my mind wander? Yes. Did I ache? No. Did my feet ache and my legs cramp? No, because I sometimes I sat on the bed. I was perfectly comfortable. But two days after I was felt like I was in the meditation, I was really kind of nervous about my blood pressure, but I had to get my eye pressure checked. Right away, they did my blood pressure, and my blood pressure was now 164 over something. I felt good. Of course, my eye pressure was good. Vision had not improved, but there were no complications. I continued to do my five-minute meditation twice a day. I went back for another eye appointment. My blood pressure was 140-something 
I knew that this was working. I continued to meditate twice a day. The next time I went to the doctor, and it was like just a week later, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about my blood pressure. I choose, evidently, I chose to let go of worrying about my blood pressure. And when I, and when they put the uh, blood pressure cup over my arm, I thought, oh my gosh, I forgot to worry about this. My blood pressure was 117 over 68 or something. I forgot to worry about my blood pressure. I forgot to worry about that constant flutter. I forgot because I chose to let go. And you know what? I love meditation. And it's easy. It's easy when you let go. So I hope if you are someone who's tried to meditate and you just didn't feel successful, I give you permission not to worry about it. Dig online. I could give you the links, I think, but I might give you the links in the in the um, program notes for you to go some to some of the places I went to online to find meditation. I encourage you to meditate. It's helped me so much, not only with the worry about my eye, but you know I get stressed. When I get stressed, I overeat. It's helped me with that. Um, it's really a wonderful, peaceful approach to gaining control again. So I hope that you consider it. And I, I hope you listen to this podcast, comment, review, tell me about your meditation experiences. And I hope you share. I hope you subscribe. I hope you share. And I hope you have a wonderful 2019. I will see you again soon on In the Know for the next episode of my podcast show. Thank you so much for listening. This is Diane signing off.